Well, Chief Fun Officer is a fun job title, isn't it? Risa Schwartzman is the Chief Fun Officer at games company Gridley Kids. And over the next half hour to 40 minutes, we are going to be talking to Risa about her background, about her role at Gridley Kids, the games company. And we're also going to be asking her for her rocket fuel. If you think anybody could benefit from this show, then do share it with them. Um, We created this podcast so that we could have really good conversations and learn from those conversations. And Risa Schwartzman gives us plenty of things to learn. So this is her rocket fuel. So here is Risa Schwartzman, Chief Fun Officer at Gridley Kids. Risa, thank you so much for being this week's guest on Rocket Fuel. Thanks for having us, James. Really enjoy it. Um, Risa, bring to life your journey for me. How how is it that you've ended up where you've ended up as? So um, I guess I started off as being a mom. So and. Uh, I also had a family business in construction and and in real estate. And uh, somebody came to me and had some games and needed some warehousing space. Long, long story, very short. Um, The guy was a bit of a crook, had to take that over, and I was now in the game business. So uh, I definitely didn't start the way I would recommend anybody starting a business. I got thrown into it without a lot of education. And... um, But then I said, I have all these games. I better start doing something, start learning about the business and started creating my own products. And many years later, here I am. And what does this, what's the scope of your role? Are you constantly inventing new things, new games, new, new experiments? Is it working with the existing ones? What takes up your time? So Gridley Games. Uh, came out of uh, our first game that we took over, which was called the Heads Game, uh, Ridley Heads. And so I, I, I learned about the game business. So I started off with games and we played a lot of games all the time. I played with my kids and kind of just kind of got excited about certain things. I, 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 I create products not on a regular basis, but more when I'm inspired. Okay. And uh, went along designing board games and then I saw a video of an experiment that I thought was really cool, and I love science, and I got inspired to come up with a, a kit uh, of, the, of what we call a STEAM kit, which is science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, opposed mm-hmm. to STEM. Yeah. And um, I thought, well, if this worked, then we could make a whole brand out of it. Being a small company, we did things slowly. Um, and it really worked. People thought it was a really great idea. It was a smaller part in the market. And so we would come up with ideas uh, that would get would be fun and exciting and inspiring to little kids. And then I became a grandmother and I was playing with the kids in the bath and saw that they um, there wasn't a lot of toys that I thought were really kind of exciting. And before I knew it, I came up with an idea for a really great bath toy. And that's what oh, we're wow. launching now. And that's when we switched our names from Gridley Games 
to Gridley Kids because we felt that uh, that better represented that we're doing the kits and uh, great bath toys. Um, tell me more about you. Have you a mentor or have you ever mentored anybody, whether officially or unofficially? Well, I think the answer is yes to both. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I'm fortunate enough to be able to have staff. It's not a, so when you have staff, you're always mentoring them to to do that. And I think that I do a lot of charity work and, and I often take people there and we mentor them that way. And so um, I wouldn't say I have a very structured formality of mentoring, but I've mentored a lot of staff and over the years and, and worked that way. And you mentioned your staff. What do you look for in your team? Is there a commonality? Is there are there certain behavior traits? Is there a certain quality? Well, first of all, we're in the toy industry. So you want to have somebody who's excited about the toy. But I think the point is, is that I think you want to hire people who are passionate about what they do. I think that when you're around people who love what they're doing and can put on a smile every day, and come to work and have similar visions. It makes it a joy to work in and uh, doesn't mean that it's always easy, but at least it means that you have a goal that you're headed towards together. And uh, and I, that's what I look for, people who really love what they do and and, and love what we're trying to do with, our, with the Gridley Kids uh, mission. And Risa, tell me about are you any good at switching off? Are you are you one of those people that checks their emails when they're on vacation? What what happens? <laughs> um, oh, that's that's a bit of a disease, but yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, I think the uh, it's always great to own your own business and to to be the control of your own destiny, but then you're never off. Because when you're passionate about what you do, you don't really want to let go. Uh, you want to be available if there's something that needs to be managed. Um, but every once in a while, I'll turn it off for an afternoon or something. If I'm busy with family, I try to put my phone down um, because it's also it's important to find balance. But yes, it's and, checked every day. <laughs> and you mentioned STEAM or S-T-E-A-M and not STEM. How important is the art part of the experiences that you're creating and the work that you're doing? I think they're both important. Um, some of our toys and games, like the bath toy is only STEM and our games are STEM. It's our art and science kits that are STEAM. And I think that they're both important. I think there's a place for everything. I think that, uh, you know, our right brain, left brain, you have um, you have the ability to show that they're well linked together. And I, you were asking me for my background, actually, I'm a mom, but I'm, I am an exercise physiologist and I also run a family construction real estate company. So, wow. um, and I, I was a dance teacher as a young child and a choreographer. So I have these elements in my life that I believe enriched my life. And I think that everybody should have a balance between science and art because they're really not that different. They're just comes from different parts of our brain. And finally, in this section, who impresses you in the world of toys and games? Is there any, is there anything you look to and you think, Uh, yeah, they got it right. Yeah. You know what? I, 
Mm-hmm. You know, if I started naming names, I'd probably miss a few people out that I have a lot of respect for. Um, there's some um, wonderful, wonderful people in the industry. There's no question when it comes to, there's different elements. There's the business end and the creative end um, and the connection ending. So uh, I could call out people in all of those areas. They are people who are passionate about toys and passionate about kids and bringing quality products. Um, And I think there's a lot of people in the industry. I'm not sure if I should start naming names (laughs) because I'll miss many. But they, I think, again, the people who are passionate about bringing quality toys, there's people who are in it just for the business. There's no question because it's a big business when they do well. But I love being with the people who are passionate about bringing amazing toys to kids. So I'm still here with Risa, and we're about to talk and get to know about Gridley Kids specifically. Um, For those that don't know, and we're talking to an international audience on the podcast, but lots of people in the UK, what is Gridley Kids? What is it you do? What are the various different things you do? There's there's a games part, there's an experiments part, there's there's, there's lots of different elements to it, isn't there? Yeah, thank you. Uh, uh, you know what? Gridley Kids provides quality toys for families and kids who want to bring um, exploration, experiential learning, and joy into their play. Um, I'm a strong believer that experiential play is the best way to learn. I believe that quality toys can change a life and can inspire and bring joy to a family. And that's what we try to do through everything we do. And obviously you marry learning and fun together. How do you know when you've got the learning right and the fun right? Because children aren't only going to want to learn. They're going to want a certain amount of fun. How do you get the balance right? You never get learning if it's not fun, really, because then it's just written rote. You know, you might as well go to school. But I think that... I, they always call talk about the wow moment, especially in the kits. You'll be playing something and with something, and there's an explosion, a volcano going off, or uh, milk dancing, and there's this moment where they, there's like a gasp of air. Um, I don't know if that's fun, but that's that wow moment. So when someone wants to re-engage over and over and over again, and they want to play it and pull it out, you know that's fun. You know, or that it's inspiring, or they want to be explorer, explorer, or to I think that's the right word. <laughs> came out wrong, but if, if they want to explore. So there's different elements of fun. There's fun where you're laughing. There's fun when you can't wait to do it again. There's fun when you think, oh, my goodness, I just realized that this whole world is different than I knew it was five minutes ago. Um, and we like to be a part of each of that. And do you think science has a bad reputation? Because sometimes science is seen as too much learning and too theoretical. Do you think one of the things that you're combating is the fact that science should be more around experimentation, more about, yeah, more about the fun element? I guess I'm, I'm passionate about science. Um, but if you take your kid to the beach and they're playing in the sand and they're putting yes. water on top of the sand, that's science. Yeah. You know, if you if you if your kid likes to cook, that's science. Um, if your kid likes to bake a cake, it's science. Uh, if you're stacking up blocks, that's science. So I think that 
you when you're taking with kids, we're not trying to teach them the, any kind of relativity theories. But I think we're trying to ex excite them about what science can bring. When you turn on the light, it's science. I mean, science is around us at all times. My nine-year-old daughter delights in telling me that science is everything. So everything from politics, everything <laughs> from humanity, everything to relationships. She delights in telling me that science is everything. So I completely, uh, you have a convert there, definitely. Um, yeah. Bringing up my daughter, do you see much difference in the genders? Do you think there is... Do you think there are boys' experiments and girls' experiments, or do you think that's that comes later in life? And and why do you think we do see a gender divide, if indeed we do? If we're generalizing, there's some differences, but I think that there's also the personality. I have three grandchildren, two are boys and one's a daughter, a granddaughter, and um, they love doing the same science experience with me. So I think that the actual experiments might not really be, I wouldn't say as gen, I think it's pretty gender neutral. I mean, maybe girls might not like to get as messy as boys, but on the other hand, I have one, the, the, my, my granddaughter, she likes to get into everything. And I have a grandson who doesn't like getting his fingers too dirty. So I make sure there's a towel on the side ready to wipe them. Um, yeah. So I, I really think that that shouldn't be an issue. I, I, I would say we're more gender neutral for sure. My daughter's favorite toy is slime, so uh, I'm absolutely, <laughs> yeah, completely. Um, what's the best selling product, or are there a number? What give us some product examples for our listeners? Well, some of our games do really well. We've got uh, Wise Alec, which is a family trivia game, uh, Oversight, which is a, a, a three in a row connection game that takes connect four to a whole nother level and rocket lander that is a 3d um a 3d graphing game those are our games that do great in our uh kits probably our best kits right now are just add sugar just add baking soda uh, depending if it's summer just add sun so um we've got a whole line of eight kits and then of course now we have bobby um our new silicone water toy that's three boats in one and uh, it seems to have a lot of interest, so we're really excited to see where we can go with that. And you're getting into the weeds a little bit on the business. You're a direct-to-consumer business, aren't you? Or is there any uh, any scope to get into schools? Is Has, has that so been we, part of the plan or part of the, the makeup? We, we, we play in all platforms. Um, we are definitely in stores. We have direct-to-consumer. We're on Amazon. Um, not too sure how many stores in uh in london carry us but go to your local stores and, and invite them and to get uh, order from us. yes <laughs> yeah um but if you're really interested you can reach out to us directly and definitely would be more than happy to service anybody who has their needs come and try our gridley kids products and i've read you've got a degree in exercise physiology a degree in psychology and dance um mm -hmm. How have they helped inform product development? Do you see yourself jumping between different disciplines and 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 looking at what makes the best next thing, if you like? I think you, the, the old saying, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step. That's yeah. how I've led my life, um, not being afraid to try things. But you take whatever experiences you, you earn or have, and it helps direct you into um, how you do things forward. 
whether it's things that you learned that were good and you repeat them or things that you do that are not didn't work and you try to avoid them, try not to make the same mistake twice because we all make mistakes, but don't be afraid to try them. Um, and I think all of those, the science background with the creative background have, has led me to where I am today. And I know you said you ended up in this space almost by accident. Mm -hmm. uh, how has the development and how have the new things that you brought to the business happened? Have they been a happy accident or do you have a year of let's come up with new experiments and a year of let's come up with new games? How does your vision and direction manifest itself? Well, I think people who are strictly developers have a very strict routine. They get up in the morning, they sit down and they they work. And I think when I first started in the industry, I didn't do any of that. I just kind of had a moment of epiphany and would kind of go from there. And I tried to be a little bit more disciplined now. Um, I try to look at what, what are the trends. I think you have to kind of know um, if your idea is within a trend, because you could come up with the most amazing idea, but if that was a trend from 20 years ago and nobody is interested in pursuing, uh, then, then it's not an idea that's, that it's marketable. If you, you have to find that idea that's marketable. And so I think you look at what your trends are, what your interests are, what you get passionate about, and then you can go from there. And of all the work Gridley Kids have done, what are you most proud of? Hmm. It's a good question. Um, I think what I'm most proud of is when somebody comes up to me that I have never met, but understands that I'm Gridley and tells me a story of an experience um, like that affects their family like being a t i taught dance for 19 years and 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 knowing that i helped create all these dancers that brought the joy of dance to so many people gave me a lot of pleasure so that as an inventor you don't know who ends up with your end product um, and when i know that it's positively affected some people's lives that's really i think what i'm most proud of i'm still here with Risa. Risa Schwartzman, Chief Fun Officer for Gridley Kids. And we're going to delve into Risa's rocket fuel now, some practical takeaways, some insights that we can take into our daily lives. Um, Risa, first question, it's deliberately broad. What do you know about young audiences? What do you know about children? I guess I have to kind of go back to what I said. It's an accumulation of my own experiences. Mm hey, -hmm. I was a kid, even though it was a few years ago, I do remember some of my interests. Mm -hmm. I was a teacher, so I, I I worked with kids and I learned about teaching kids. I was a parent and now a grandparent. So, um, and then I was in the toy industry. So do I know about kids and their desires? I think everyone's an individual, but I also, and I think you have to teach, treat children like people and not just like a child. Um, I, and I think you have to respect kids for what they're bringing to the table, but also remember that they're just kids and that they're, they have creative minds and learning minds and they want to enjoy life and, and, and kind of absorb whatever is around them. So you have to think you have to be careful what you put in front of them um, and just don't assume that everything's okay to put in front of them and to shelter them a little bit from some of the harsh realities out there and let them just be kids for as long as possible. 
And is that what you think is important to young audiences and, and children, the enjoyment factor, playing, stuff that can be fun? Well, I think play is kids' jobs. That's their job, is to play. Their job is to learn, but and I think the best way to learn is through positive play. Yeah, and I think family, you know, being around the people that they love, I think would be the other element I'd add to that. Okay. Um, what do you think has changed about the way children behave and what do you think will change next? Mm. Uh, technology, obviously. Um, I, I kind of have to giggle. My two-year-old grandson went up to the TV and he was when he was even younger than two and he was you know, swiping the television trying to yeah. uh, change the channel. Um, and they, you can give him a, a game on the phone and they're playing a game that probably took us 10 minutes to figure out and they just start playing it. So just their innate knowledge of technology is there. Uh, and I think that they're exposed to things a lot faster. That's why I'm, I'm suggesting that it's okay to shelter them as long as possible. I don't think they need to have access to all technology all the time. What's uh, the right age to give a child a phone? Go on. I wonder if we'll disagree. <laughs> oh, well, it depends on what it's for. Okay. Um, I think, you know, I think that, uh, you know, if you're playing a game on a phone, I, I think it's like I, I, I often play like a game that is different kinds of games with my, my grandchildren that I think they're actually enjoying and also learning things in hand-eye experience and they're learning how to count and they're learning how to read their ABCs and we're having fun together watching things collect and so that, I think that that's okay it doesn't matter what age because it's, it's around us but if you're talking about having a phone so that they can be reading social books I'm I'm I probably your readers won't like your listeners won't like me because I'm as long as you don't have to don't do it no because, I understand yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's out there. And just because everybody else has them doesn't mean that you have to do it. I think everybody is succumbing to the pressures of, a, of that saying, but I think as long as you can last. And, and my youngest son is now 29, so it's a little bit different generation. But he said to me, Mom, he got his phone in grade 10 because he was taking the buses now by himself um, to, back and forth from school. But he said, I was not the last kid in my class. I was the last kid in the school to get a phone. <laughs> so, I'm 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 a real advocate of it's okay not to have those things, but if, no, if, if, if you need them for safety, that makes sense. And finally, and it might be because of my questions haven't been very good, or it might be something you want to underline. Is there one takeaway for everybody listening that you'd like to communicate, whether it be? A, a mantra, whether it be something for, that you've discovered on your journey? Well, I, I you know, I, I commented on uh, a journey of a thousand miles begins with a single step and to be passionate about things. So I think if you aren't afraid to try, I would tell your long, young listeners, try the things. Be Don't do silly things. Make sure, you know, you're doing things that are safe. But don't be afraid to try and don't be afraid to fail and 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 always try to find the good in everything you do because there's good in everything um, and just find that what makes brings joy to your life. Risa, that's a brilliant note to leave it on. Thank you very much indeed for being this week's guest on Rocket Fuel. Where can people find out more about Gridley Kids? 
Thanks for having us, James. And you can find us on Gridly, G-R-I-D-D-L-Y, kids.ca. And that's with an S at kids. So Gridly, G-R-I-D-D-L-Y, K-I-D-S dot C-A. Find us online and send us a message. We'd love to hear from everybody. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. So that was Reza Schwartzman and that was her rocket fuel chief fun officer at Gridley Kids. Um, I thought the conversations around STEM and STEAM were really interesting. And I think we could learn a lot from what Reza had to say about the beginnings of the business and how they are something of a juggernaut now in the gaming space. Um, If you would like any more information about Rocket Fuel, get in touch. Let us know whether you think you could be a brilliant guest on Rocket Fuel. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, Give us a decent review, a decent rating, and tune in next week for more Rocket Fuel. This is Rocket Audio.